You're listening to the Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Today's sermon is preached by Pastor Brian Wolfmuller. In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear saints, Merry Christmas. We rejoice in this, that our Lord Jesus is born. We delight in it. We marvel in it. We, we wonder in it. And we rejoice. And especially on Christmas Eve. I mean, this is really one of the most wonderful times of the entire year. It's a comfort to us. And I think that there's something comfortable about Christmas Eve because we are so familiar. We know the hymns, at least most of them, right? (laughs) And they almost always stay the same. In fact, if there was too much difference in the hymns, I think there would be a revolt. We know the seats where we're supposed to sit. We know the faces. Some of you, I think probably, you tell me after the service, some of you have probably been in this sanctuary every Christmas Eve of your entire life. <laughs> we're familiar with this place. We're familiar with these sounds. We're familiar with these words, with the preaching of the angels to the shepherds and their visit to the Holy Family. And this is wonderful. Now, I think the familiarity is also part of the sorrow of Christmas. We notice, we notice who's not here this year. When we notice at Christmas, when we gather together as family, we notice the things that have changed. We notice the people who are missing. We mourn, as we sing in the hymn, we mourn or joys departed. And so the familiarity is part of the comfort and peace of Christmas. It's also part of the sorrow of Christmas. But I think the familiarity of Christmas is only a small part of the joy that the Lord intends for us to have at Christmas. And in fact, I think the chief joy that we have, the Christian joy that we have at Christmas, is not with the things that are familiar, but with the things that are astonishing and surprising to us. In fact, the mysteries that Christmas invites us to meditate on, and if we meditated on them for every minute of our lives, they would still be something astonishing. So I'd like to consider that tonight. And we'll work backwards, really, through the preaching of the angel and consider the mystery of Christmas, the blessing of Christmas, and the joy of Christmas. Now, first, the mystery, and it is this, simply, that our God is in our flesh. This is absolutely astonishing. The baby in the, womb of Ma- in the womb of Mary, in the manger, that's visited by the shepherds and by the wise men. This is, as the angel says, Christ the Lord. God. This is the Creator mysteriously joined to His creation. This is the maker of all things being made. This is the eternal God who we celebrate has a birthday. That God who is apart from us, who is distinct from us, who is in fact in every way removed for us, can't abide that distance but comes down to dwell with us, to be, to be our brother, to take on our flesh and blood, to call us his friends, Now, this is an astonishing mystery, Uh, and and it's wonderful really to behold. Uh, We were reading this last week. Pastor Flammy has all of us reading uh, St. Athanasius, uh, especially his work on the Incarnation. It was written maybe around the year 330 or so. Uh, It's it's phenomenal, and he gives this picture. 
Imagine how it is when a king moves into a town. A king can only live in one house in the town, and yet the whole town becomes the city of the king. The whole village is a royal place. The entire the entire consideration of the entire town is changed because the king lives in one house in that city. And this is how it is with us at Christmas. Jesus takes for himself one body, not everybody. He doesn't move into everybody's body, but he has one. But that changes our whole humanity. Lifts us up. It gives us dignity that we can be called brothers and sisters of the Son of God. Luther's preaching on this, and he says, how could you ever hate anybody? How could you ever despise any person in all of the world? How could your heart not burst for love for your neighbor? Because that neighbor of yours is the brother and sister of Jesus. (laughs) Do you see? That when Jesus is pleased to become a man, he makes mankind different, better. Wonderful. But this is only the beginning of the benefit of the incarnation. Because Jesus' purpose in being born is not just to dignify humanity, but also to save it. That's also what the angel says. For unto us this day is born in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This is why Jesus has flesh and blood, so that he can die. To save us from our weakness, we need the one who created us. To save us from death, we need the one who is life. To save us from our foolishness, we need the one who is wisdom. And Jesus is all of these things, even without his flesh and blood. In eternity, He is the Creator. In eternity, He is the source of life. In eternity, He is wisdom. But the true problem, our true problem, is not only our dying and our weakness, our foolishness, our corruptibility, and all of this sort of thing. Our true problem is that God is angry with us because of our sin. And we owe a debt to the justice and holiness of God. The debt of death. Now, without a body, Jesus can't die. So, at Christmas, in the Incarnation, He takes upon Himself flesh and blood so that He would have a body to be nailed to the cross, so that He would have blood that He might spill. (laughs) This is why He is bone of our bone and flesh of our flesh. This is why He is incarnate. This is what He is doing. I saw a couple of years ago a picture of a manger and and it must have been a star or some kind of light was causing the manger to cast a shadow on the wall and the shadow of the manger was a cross. That wasn't actually that nice of a picture. (laughs) But the idea was really nice. That That the manger of Jesus is bound up to His death. He is born so that he might die. This is what the angel says. For you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, 
who is Christ the Lord. And this all points to the last thing, which is the joy of Christmas. That this good news of the Savior who is born, this is for you. Listen to how the, how the angels preach to the shepherds there, watching their sheep in the middle of the night. The angel says to them, Fear not, behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. This is for everyone. The Lord Jesus is not content to hold back the blessing and benefit of His incarnation and His death and resurrection, but would have it be published throughout all of the world so that everyone would hear it, so that everyone would know it, and so that everyone would rejoice in it. So that you would hear that there was born in the city of David a Savior for you. For you. So that when the devil comes to throw into your face all of your sins and all of your failures and all of your breaking of God's commandments, you would preach back to him this sermon. The Savior is born for me. He was nailed to the cross for me. He was buried for me. Raised for me. Sits at the Father's right hand for me. This good news, this is for all people. Which means, it's for you. Now, dear saints, it is good to be a Christian. It is good to be baptized. It is good to be adopted by God the Father. And to be given by the Holy Spirit and the Word of God faith in these promises. Because our joy of Christmas is so profound that it knows no bounds. As we meditate on the mystery and the benefit, it brings to us this joy. And really, this joy is nothing other than our worship of God in the flesh of Christ. We bow down to Him. And give Him thanks and rejoice in His kindness. Because He is not content to leave us in death. He's not content to leave us in sin. He's not content to leave us in the wrath of God. But He takes on His flesh, or He takes on your flesh to rescue you. And this is the greatest, (laughs) and this is the greatest joy of all. So with these words of the angels echoing in your ears and hearts, may God the Holy Spirit grant you a Merry Christmas and may His peace be with you forever. Amen. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Word of Hope. We hope your time with us was one of joy and peace in hearing the Lord's Word and kindness. If you have questions about anything you heard on today's broadcast, please don't hesitate to contact us at office at hope-aurora.org or call the office at 303-364-7416. For more information about our congregation, for locations, service time, and schedule, please visit our website at www.hope-aurora.org. Thank you for listening to the Word of Hope.